0: Dav and Matt wrote letters to their dads who have passed away for Father's Day and we got so many um, responses from people saying how amazing it is. And if you're feeling like you want to share, this is my tip. You go to your notes section and you write a letter. It doesn't even have to be sent, but it just makes you feel good writing it. And a lot of listeners wanted to share it, so these are some of them. You've got me. You can write it in a letter you an emotional time last week for you guys, as you wrote uh, letters to your fathers to celebrate Father's Day, and your fathers have both passed. Um, and I don't know if you guys were aware of how emotional it was going to be when you agreed to it.
1: No, no, it's, it's been an emotional, like even over the weekend, it kept going. It's been a very emotional few days, but good.
0: I'm- Emotions aren't bad.
1: I didn't say that. that no, good. I know.
0: But, you know, sometimes when you, you sort of push it away and you don't really do it, and even though you think of someone, I, I guess you don't actually sit down and think of writing a letter to them. It's, it's a step further, and it means so much. And I think a lot of people have been overwhelmed and have thanked you guys for the letters that you, you read out.
2: The videos uh, went up on our, our Facebook page, Stab Abby and Matt. Lots of beautiful messages in there. Thank mm-hmm. you to everyone Yeah, thank who you, everybody. Um, there, there was a lot, though, of people saying um, that the fact that we did them, that it's made them think that they should sit down and write letters to people in their lives as well. Mm. Um, because you do actually go through... When as you're writing it, like I don't know about you, but I wrote mine about ten times. I would scrunch, scrunch it up, throw away, go again, whatever. But you actually take a second to reflect and think of great things mm. about people.
0: Because
2: mm-hmm. I'm a big letter writer. That's why I still carry stamps. You're single-handedly so... keeping
0: Australia Post alive. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but it's just, I don't. I don't often send them either. And sometimes I just write them in a notes. Because this is a, this is not a new thing to me. I write letters to um, people in my life that have passed. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote a letter to a, a friend of mine whose uh, whose wife had passed, and when he was getting remarried, I wrote a letter to her just check and she was okay. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just something that I, that I always do because it just makes you feel like you're connected to them. Sometimes I even send them in a text message to them because I've still got their number. Oh yeah. And I always I always think about it. I'm like, oh my god, imagine if their mum's
2: still got the the no, their wait. phone number mm.
0: and I've just sent a message to them.
2: Or it's been redistributed to Brian. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you
0: know what? (laughs) What the hell? I call my wife. (laughs) But I haven't do it. But I encourage people to do it to to people that even haven't even passed Mm. because it makes you feel good. Especially, there's so many different reasons for it. Especially in a breakup, sometimes there's things that you want to be said, and you just know that you're not going to get the right reaction from them. Yeah. So you don't need to send it, but just Just write it it out. Be rewarding. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I had You have to swear in it.
2: I actually had a message from my dad's sister mm. uh after mine on Facebook and it was like wow you, you don't realize that when you broadcast these things mm. as well how many lives it's it's going to touch
1: I got a um I got a message from my uncle in Scotland who I, <clears throat> who I haven't spoken to in um in years and he was yeah it was lovely he he said um very what on, he said uh very beautiful the way you spoke about your father. He loved you very much. Um, very proud of you. P.S. Celtic take on Rangers on the weekend and you know that Rangers are going to win Suck
2: <laughs> <laughs> in. So this is what we, we want to do, is we want to encourage you listening to write a letter to someone. Whether it might be you write the letter to uh, someone who's passed away, maybe it's someone from your past who you always wanted to say something to, maybe it's your partner. Anyone in your life... We are then going to let you come into our studio. You can record it. Mm-hmm. We'll do it pre-recorded, I think, because going live to air is a bit confronting. Hectic. <laughs> and we'll we'll broadcast it for you. Mm. And it would be kind of like a therapy session. Yeah. Mm. A cleansing. Do you
0: guys feel better?
2: I actually did feel... Uh, mm-hmm. When I left, I felt a bit... Bit yeah, weird, but of course. I, over the weekend, I, as as I was getting messages from my family members mm. saying things about my dad, it felt really good to have kind of really I relived some great memories I had of my dad. Mm. Rather than just spending the whole day Father's Day being sad that he wasn't there, I just kept randomly bursting
1: into tears across the weekend.
2: <laughs> yeah, you did send me that text. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I've never heard you speak of your dad like that before, and mm. that was lovely to hear you hear you speak like that.
1: Oh, thank you. I, I couldn't stop watching yours. I watched yours, like, ten times.
2: I, I avoided both of the videos all weekend. <laughs> I reckon you need to write a letter to someone, Abs. We didn't. We haven't heard a... It's your turn. <laughs> you made us do it. You made us do it. We're making you do it. Yeah. If, you had to, if I said to you who was someone you would pick to write a letter to today, who would you pick? Um, well, I, I talked about it the other day. Richard,
0: who is a friend of mine that hmm. passed, I've, I've written a letter to him before, and it's it's changed over the years from me being really sad and missing him to being angry at what happened.
2: Mm. Yeah.
0: Um, I've also um, written a letter to a an ex-boyfriend who wasn't nice. Right. Uh-huh. And really, um, I would say, probably damaged me. Yeah. yeah. So I've
2: written a letter to him, but you don't want to hear that one. <laughs> oh, I reckon we do. <laughs> I reckon we do. Well, 131060, if you would like to write a letter to someone, and we will broadcast it for you on the air, uh, we'll do as many as we possibly can. 131060... Mm. Give us a call right now, or you can get in contact with us. Stab Abby and Matt on our Facebook page. Shoot us through a message into our inbox, and uh, we'll get it all produced up and, and help you out. You can We can even keep the audio if you like. We'll, we'll get it yeah. back to you. Yeah.
1: Stab Abby and Matt on Hit
0: 105. You can write it in a you a I'm not saying this is easy. I- Years ago, I went to a therapist that used to always say, hey, you got to get things off um, your chest. You need to, if you can't tell the person, you need to write a letter. So it's something that I've always done, and I suggested you guys do it for Father's Day to your fathers that have passed. And you guys were saying it's quite therapeutic?
2: It was extremely difficult, but now that I've, we've done it, mm. um, <laughs> it, was, it was nice to reflect back, because what happens is you usually have the heartache of the loss, and you never get to say or think about the nice things. Yeah. So we have decided to let uh, our wonderful family of the show come in who listen and have a go at this as well.
0: So we've got Carolyn who's in the studio right now who looks like she would like to run
3: out of the studio.
1: <laughs> I felt the same way. You,
3: you, you did call up. Why did you Why did you call up and why did you want to read a letter out? Um, I just felt like it's something that a lot of people are going through and that it's one of those topics that aren't really talked about a lot. So... I guess I just wanted to let other people out there know that they aren't alone, that that it is something that you can talk about. You and your partner have been trying for a baby? Yes, we have.
2: How how long have you been trying for, if you don't mind me asking?
3: Um, Very actively for 10 months, and before that, um, I guess, seven years' worth of not really taking precaution. Mm -hmm. So, um, I guess our time is a little bit shorter and I know seven months in the grand, sorry, ten months in the grand scheme of things isn't a lot compared to what a lot of other people have been going through and trying but um, we have, I guess, a definite end window that we're trying to beat. So,
2: So, um, who exactly are you writing the letter to today?
3: Um, So, I'm writing it to a potential future child that we hopefully one day might be able to have are you
2: ready no when you came in and said what you were going to read your letter about this morning i was nearly going to fake an illness to leave
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, take your uh, time take, take a
3: deep breath dear future baby or babies if that's not being too greedy it's been a while and you're still not here So I thought maybe you might need a little push. I just wanted to let you know that it's okay to arrive whenever you're ready. I know it's a big scary world out here, but it will all be okay. There is so much love on this side for you, and so many pairs of arms aching to hold you. Your grandparents and so many aunts and uncles and cousins who will love and care for you so much. I cannot wait to see what you will teach me and who you'll become. And it's so hard to explain to people how much I feel I miss you when you've never been anywhere more than in my dreams. Everyone says that you'll be worth the wait, and I know this is true. I've been as patient as I can, and I think it's time. So this is your official written invitation to make our little family complete. Please arrive when you can, as the time is growing shorter. Whatever life will throw at you, I promise your daddy and I will be there, and I will do everything to make sure things are okay. I love you always and forever. Mommy. I'm gonna get up and hug (laughs) you. (laughs) Okay.
1: Oh, oh it's beautiful.
2: That was amazing. Why do we keep doing this to oh, ourselves? Ready,
1: ready, it's Maddie.
0: Ah, that is beautiful.
1: Well, if they heard that, they will be on their way.
0: I hope so. <laughs> away. Now, we were saying before that the doctors have said that you've um, that you do have a few health problems.
3: Yeah, um, which is
0: why you're saying that you might not have have you not, might not have as
3: much time to keep trying. Yeah, um, I had uh, ovarian cancer when I was twelve, okay. and so I've only got one ovary. And then a few years ago, I had um, pre-cancer in my cervix as well. So um, they have recommended a complete hysterectomy. You're not ready sooner yet. rather than later. Okay, <laughs> but, okay. Yeah, I'm hoping that I've got later that I can <laughs> wait.
0: Yeah, and you guys have just you. Been doing the IVF for ten months, or
3: um, we haven't financially been able to get okay. to the IVF yet, so we're just trying naturally. As...
2: <sighs> <Yeah>. I, <laughs> I believe for you and your family that this will happen, and Thank you. just being in a room with you, I can tell what an amazing mum that you're going to be. Thank you. You just seem so sweet and so gorgeous, <laughs> and I, I just hope that that this all comes together for you. And um, I know when you have your baby. And when they're older, they're going to love hearing this. Yeah.
0: And they will just be a stubborn one that says, I just wanted my invitation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, thank you so much for coming in and sharing that. Right, um, I can't imagine how hard that would have been for you. Yeah, um, yeah you did it last week. Yeah, but, you know, it's not about
1: me anyway. And it, is,
0: it is amazing how many women out there would appreciate it yeah. and mm-hmm. have found it so hard to have children. You yeah. would really be able to connect to it. So thank yeah. you.
3: And um, like a lot of my friends went through it and I didn't know until yeah. much later on that it's just something that people don't really want to talk about. So I hope that maybe someone out there finds someone they can talk to and make it a little bit easier.
2: Oh, now get out of here and get to your husband. You've got some stuff you've got to get up to.
0: <laughs> Stab, Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Uh,
2: in the studio this morning, we're joined by one of our lovely family members who listens to the show, Carolyn, who has come on in.
0: And you wrote a letter to your unborn child. I've just been texting back a couple of friends that wrote a message going, oh, my God, I'm crying. Oh. That was amazing. Um, but we do have someone that just wanted to call up as well. Um, our number number's 131060. Joe from Mackenzie.
4: Hey, guys. You're killing me. Last week I pulled over on the side of the road. You boys broke my heart. This week that young lady. I wish you all the best. And I've had several people pull up on the side of the road and see if I was okay. <laughs> and all I want to say is I hope that young girl gets her dream. She so deserves it. And you
5: guys, Thank you. Jesus, you're killing me, but I love you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry, Joe.
3: Sorry. <laughs> Well yeah. done, Kit. Well done. Just well done. Thanks,
2: Joe. Good on you, Joe.
3: Stab Abby and Matt
2: on Hit 105. you got me. You
0: can write it in a letter
2: Yeah, we're getting uh, some quite beautiful letters on the air. Uh, this was actually a wonderful idea mm. that Abby brought to the show. Don't
0: blame me for this. I just think no, it's I, a wonderful if you idea. look at my notes section in my phone, I will yeah. have um, half-written letters that mm. I've written. Some of them I write to myself. Get over yourself. They're fun ones. And often I write them on planes because then you can look out the window and cry and it just looks like it's an Adele film clip. A film clip. So that's perfect. But um, thank you to so many people that want to be a part of it, that want to read their letter out. We've got Nikita.
4: Morning. This isn't the first time you've attempted to do it though. No. uh, There's so many times I have tried to write something um whether it be on paper or in my phone (laughs) note section (laughs) yeah yeah in the note section and i've just i had had a tantrum about it you know and i just think they're never gonna read it they're never gonna understand because i'll I'll never have the guts to send it you know um you're not doing it for them you're doing it for you yeah that's right and i think it took a lot of therapy to get to here to actually talk about it um and it wasn't just one particular person
2: how long ago were you in high school
4: uh, 10 years ago well okay. over 10 years yeah
1: well this being brisbane and small
2: no. right okay so you don't bump
1: into Just them? central
4: Queensland. Right, oh, okay. I, I do occasionally, right. yeah.
0: That's right. I can take it to them. All right. <laughs> where,
2: where in central Queensland did you grow up? Rockhampton. Wow, I'm from Gladstone. Yeah. Gladdy boy? <laughs> yep, that's <all> right. <laughs> you're, you're in the letter. Yep. <laughs> 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 no joke. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, is this a... <laughs> <laughs> uh, a uh, Stink uh, uh, No. Uh, if you would like to get on the air and send a letter through and read it out on the air as well, uh, Stav Man is our Facebook page, and Nikita... Please, let's hear it. Your letter to your high school bullies.
4: To the bullies at my high school. I know many of you may never hear this, as it was over 10 years ago, and some of you may not think this is about you. However, one thing I learnt as a parent is forgiveness. I want you to know that day I returned to school in grade 8 after a few weeks off, I was actually recovering from my first suicide attempt. My scars are a visual reminder of the painful memories of the abuse. The addiction that followed to numb the pain eventually led me to being homeless at 15 and that's why I never came back to school. To the popular girls who made fun of me for being larger and who teased me so much that I ate in the bathroom or not at all during school, I forgive you. Being told that I am fat and ugly has encouraged me to embrace other people for who they are on the inside than just their appearance. To the so-called friends that spread malicious rumours behind my back, I forgive you. You have taught me to not always believe what you hear in life and not be so trusting of those I first meet. To the smarter peers in my class who deliberately ignored me and left me out during group projects, I forgive you. You have taught me not only that I am capable of succeeding on my own but to include others so that they don't feel alone. To those who made fun of me for having a gay friend and excluded us from social offence, I forgive you. Choosing to ignore your comments actually brought us closer together and gave me a wonderful lifelong friend. To the group of boys who teased me and sexually assaulted me in the library foyer, I forgive you. (sighs) That has forced me to learn how to protect and defend myself, to stay vigilant and aware of my surroundings. I went on to have my first child at 17, and seeing him now 10 years later with his peers interacting at school has really opened my eyes. So to the bullies who had it hard at home, who struggle with many demons behind that tough exterior, I forgive you and I hope you are a happy person now in your adult life. Breaking the cycle of abuse and teaching ourselves and our children the power of forgiveness is truly one of the most strongest tools and the key to happiness and moving forward. I wish you all the best. <laughs> How does that feel? Good. Feels You're good. smiling. <laughs> surprisingly,
2: surprisingly, at the end of that very heartbreaking letter, you have a giant smile on your face. Oh, I tried so long to get that out. <laughs> <laughs> that was well said.
1: Was You're forgiving. Well said.
0: I'm feeling like I'm not now. <laughs> even
1: with your personality when you came bouncing in here... That the first line or two of the thing was a real curveball because you you look so well adjusted and so happy and and so great. so that's that's testament to your character that you have managed to do that. Thank you. yeah,
4: I think having my children really um it really changed my perception and of life. and you know I have to teach them how to forgive, but it's also, you know, it's also okay to stand up as well is, mm-hmm. is another thing.
2: Well, thank you, Nikita. <laughs> thank if anyone you. wants to uh, get involved with a letter, um, you can send it through. Get in contact with us via the Stab Abby and Matt Facebook page. Thank you for coming in.
4: Thank you for having me.
2: And if this has brought up uh, anything for you listening this morning, remember the lifeline number is 13 11 14.
0: Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105.
2: you got mail. You can write it
0: in a letter, babe. Since you All this week we've got people in to write letters. It's part of therapy to those that they might need to. Today, we've got Ali in. Good morning.
2: And who have you written your letter to?
0: I have a seven-year-old
5: son, but I haven't seen him since he was one. Wow. Yeah. So I wrote him a letter to keep him updated of how things are going.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Do you mind if we ask why that is that you haven't seen them?
5: Oh. we had a relationship breakdown, and I think I saw him two weeks after that, and then they disappeared. Right. So, so you haven't
0: had any contact? It's no, not I don't physically. know what he looks
5: like. Nothing. They left the country. Oh. but And it took about two years to find where they went, So they went country hopping for a little bit, right.
0: mm-hmm.
5: and a lot of private investigators and money. I finally kind of, I know what
0: state they're in in America, but I still don't know where. And do you just constantly think of what he would look like? now.
5: Yeah, I do. I, I still picture him as a baby. I can't picture yeah, him as a baby. Yeah, he said about five words when I had him, so I can't imagine him even putting a sentence together.
2: Mm. How come this hasn't become a police matter?
5: Uh, it did. So, when we first broke up, I went to the court systems, but I wasn't on his birth certificate because I'm, I'm a non-biological mum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And so I had to go through the court system, which took about two years to get on the birth certificate but when they go overseas use something called the hague convention which is a uh, part of the australian government that yeah. bring that bring children back but you've got a year to use it and it's two years for me to get recognized as a parent
2: oh right so right. then i'm
5: like oh can i still use it and they they tried but it's kind of been too long right okay. and So you've gone down every avenue yeah and the country they were in were kind of like they're established here now right yeah so they wouldn't help
2: and so, being a same-sex couple made that more, more yeah, difficult. Yeah, yeah. Well.
5: For anyone, really, if you, I thought I was on the birth certificate, but you fill out the form and send it in. She filled out a different form, right? So, and anyone that can happen to anyone. Like yeah. I tell yeah. people
0: to make sure you both fill it out, mm. so you don't just try. I don't know. Like, I guess what you mean, and especially when there's a lot of different um, forms of when people can come into this world these days, yeah, when people yeah. are doing IVF or mm. donors. Yeah. Um, yeah.
5: So that's how they got the passport because I wasn't actually on the birth certificate so they okay. didn't need my signature. Oh. There's a lot of
0: like little legal things.
2: Right, okay.
5: But it can happen to, it's not just the gay couples, that can happen. Oh, I tattoo guys all the time and it happens to them and I'm yeah, like, right. oh,
2: I feel for them so bad. Mm. Yeah, wow. Well, what is your sunset? Banks. Banks. Banks, yeah. All right, let's hear your letter to Banks. All right, too easy. I wore mascara today, I hope I don't cry. <laughs>
0: no, no, here we <laughs> right. I like how you've done it, New, New Age, it's on an iPad this one. <laughs> very, very good, yeah. <laughs> all right.
5: To my dearest Banks, I'm writing you this letter in hopes one day you'll finally read it. It's been six years, eight months, two days since I last held you. I remember that that day like yesterday. You were a 14-month-old chubby smiling kid, and on January 3rd, 2013, your smile was missing. You were upset, clingy, and super aware. You knew... The mood was different. So did I. The hug before you left, we both didn't let go. It killed me that you knew something was wrong. I wanted you to see both your parents. I didn't want you to see both your parents' hearts breaking. I was trying to hide my tears. And I broke up with your mother. I knew there was a chance she'd take you away from me, and trust me, I didn't make that decision overnight. It's a struggle, and some days are better than others. When I'm having a bad day, I find comfort in knowing that I once loved your mother, and we made this child together. She's a really good mum. She's protective and affectionate. She only wanted the best for you, and I don't doubt her parenting at all. I know you're safe. Our relationship was loving, full of laughter, and lots of good memories. You played no part in our breakup. And I have no ill feelings towards your mum. I've forgiven her and I wish her... I wish she never feels lost that I feel every day. I hope she still idolises you as much as she did when we first met you in the hospital. I hope she never takes your hugs for granted. I hope she hears your words when you say I love you and her heart melts. I'm jealous of her every day. I don't know where you are, what your voice sounds like, or even what you look like anymore. In my mind, you're frozen in time as the one-year-old that changed my life. You have a little brother here. His name's Oakland. He thinks you're still a baby. He's only seen baby photos of you. He would love to meet you. So excited to have someone to play with one day. I know that one day you'll be old enough to read your birth certificate and see a name that's never been mentioned to you. I hope it sparks memories we had together. I know one day you'll come to find me. And trust me, I haven't given up on finding you. I hope we meet me again. And our bond c- comes back. <laughs> the day you were born, I cut your cord and became a mother, and I feel like that was stripped from me. I hope one day you've. You, I hear your voice cook me mum again. I just want you back. Be safe, be loved, use your manners, and don't forget me. I love you. <laughs> oh, wow. That was amazing. <laughs> sorry. No, no don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Mascara went really well. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, wow, that's beautiful.
5: It was worth the $13. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling
0: now? Yeah, good. You know, when he wants to get married, he's going to have to get that birth certificate <laughs> yeah. as well. So. Yeah.
5: It was a two-year struggle to get on it, and yeah. I got the date tattooed across my knuckles because the best day of my life when the yeah. judge said I could be on it. But, yeah, I hope one day he just sees it and goes, huh, who's that? Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You'll be there. Social media. You can't hide me. I'm everywhere.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in this morning. <laughs> Thank
5: you. Stay.
3: Kids! <laughs>